Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hashtag no music, no intro. It is here. The 2023 draft week is upon us. We are recording this Monday night. Um, This will be posted Tuesday morning which means that by the time you're listening to this, they will be two days away from the first night of the NFL draft. Uh, We as a podcast family, the hashtag Saints Twitter podcast, um, a good good bit of us will be um, congregating in New Orleans. I get to New Orleans on Wednesday. Um, We're having our, our draft live stream party on Thursday at a, undisclosed location you can only know where that location is if you're a patreon and honestly at this point i think we have like maybe one or two spots left just because of capacity so if you haven't rsvp'd by now uh you might be a little too late but if just in case you're not reach out to either ryan or i and we can see if we can we can fit you in but it's it's time man and this is this is probably the most interesting draft week i have been a part of in a while just because I'm coming from a standpoint of just a a mostly blank slate yeah in terms of prospects and I have not been able to say that since like before the Jonathan Sullivan draft bro like it's been a minute since I have been this blank of not knowing or purposely have been obtuse in keeping my opinions of prospects of not knowing at all. Man, um it's it's crazy. I mean I'm glad I did that the year I got married. That was 2019. I just didn't have time. Like I just did not look at the draft at all. In nineteen this was that was Eric McCoy. Yeah, that was Eric McCoy. So it was kinda like, you know, we ain't got no first round pick, so I ain't going to worry about it. You know what I'm saying? They drafted Aaron McCoy. It was like, okay, cool. Whatever. You know. Um, 2020, did we, did we really look? Well, yeah, we had the podcast, right? Yeah, we started the podcast. Yeah, well, uh, we, this is, we have hit our, our three-year anniversary. So either, either this, <clears> yeah, it had to be last month. Oh, That's crazy. I retweeted that, you know, who first clicked early today. <laughs> Just, you know. And that's crazy because, like, that was a year, pretty well, almost a year into the podcast right there, man. This is crazy, like, how long we've been on. Just, you know, it's, yes. just, it's just nuts, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> a podcast that's supposed to be one episode. One episode at the at the most. <laughs> at the most. <laughs> and now we, we have at least maybe close to 20 people joining us yep. um, on Thursday. Friends. So, you know. Friends, that's my crew family. right there, man. Family from the UK, from Pennsylvania, from all over, bro. Just that's it's, my it's, crew it's wild. right there, man. Like, it's wild. Um, I have, I can safely say that the 
amount of alcohol I will consume this upcoming week will I have not consumed that much alcohol since the last time oh, shit. <laughs> I was in New Orleans. And the funny thing is, like I, I held my it was fine. Like I we we had a good time at the big meetup in October, and not once did I even get the sense of like, oh shit, I'm buzzed. No, nah, bro, I was yeah. good. I was yeah. good. That, that that's the that's the best. Damn, um, coming, bro. Damn, coming. Damn, coming. That thing like that, little Jeremy. <laughs> oh shit! When he, when he arrived on, on Titan, bro, in Infinity. Oh shit! Here we go. Here we go. Um. So uh, a reason why we wanted to put this episode out, one being we did an episode last week, but that was just for our Patreon only episode that had the uh, prospect matching data. Um, we put we we did a podcast episode on it. The actual list is on our Patreon. What's insane to me since we've done that episode is, you know, we'll, you'll see uh, an uh, Albert Wilson or, or whoever will just tweet out, you know, a visit, you know, the Saints visited with a, a, a prospect or they had this prospect in for a private workout and everyone they have met, bruh, is on everyone, the list. Bro. It's everyone. insane, bruh. Like, it's <laughs> crazy. He's a, even names like I wasn't even focused on. I was like, oh, I go back and check the list. I'm like, oh, he's oh, right there. <laughs> I told a friend earlier today, I said, this is, this is really the cheat code, bro. Like, you know, cheat back code, in man. school. In school, you get to have like what is it the white or the 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 sheet the cheat sheet yeah, or you put it on like an index card, bro. If you're a draft Nick and if you want to know who the Saints are likely to draft in this upcoming draft, you got to look at that list. That's all I'll say. But we felt that you know, obviously not everyone is a Patreon, so we at least wanted to put this episode out this week uh, before the draft with. Everything happening this upcoming week. We don't know what our schedule is going to be. We don't know when we're going to be able to record. We're going to have to record either Friday morning, Thursday night to do like a recap yeah. around one. I don't, I don't know, bro. We might I be don't know. So at least what did we to get? We wanted to get something up prior to the draft. I'll start here. I'll start with this. There's a lot of buzz right now about what you know. Daniel Jeremiah, Tony Pauline, a lot of people, a lot of people connecting Kalaja Clancy, defensive tackle, a pit to the Saints at 29. I saw I saw so much of it recently that I, I, I broke down a little bit and I watched like a game and a half of his. I watched the game and a half of his and I was just like, Am I going to see anything in this game? Those hate those. Bruh, he didn't. In a game and a half, he made one positive play, and the rest of the plays he was either not a non-factor or just getting bullied by offensive linemen because he's so undersized. Like, it's... It would just be the most most saintsy thing ever. I'm just, and just I I don't know how I feel about it, and I don't want to just I don't I'm, I'm trying not to come down too hard because we've done that in the past with Alonzo Taylor and Pete mm-hmm. Warner, and we've been wrong. So I'm trying a little carefully about how I say these things, but I'm just like, is that that really the dude they want to draft at 29? 
I don't know. I don't. I, I did. I didn't. I didn't watch every every cut up of his every game that's available. I did. I didn't watch. I didn't have the time for it. But the little I saw, I was not moved. And if you just go back to what you and I have talked about during this entire draft season, all we said is that we want to be. A, we want the Saints to draft the player that we pull up the cut ups and we just be like, oh, okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. I, I see it. I got it. Don't want to see what Clancy, bro. I'm not squid. I, I don't right. see what Clancy, bro. I gotta break uh-huh. out. I gotta break out the the, the bifocals. <laughs> like I, I don't see it, bro. I don't see it. No, nah, look, I checked him out earlier, bro. I was like, because here's uh, here's my process. Okay, get the player, check out the measurables, blah blah blah. Then I just go to YouTube. First, I look at a highlight because I feel like okay, give me a highlight so I can see how this player wins. You know what I'm saying? A highlight is a highlight. That's all it is. You don't take it and be like, oh, this oh, this dude is great. You know what I'm saying? You just take it for what it is. It's a highlight of his best plays throughout the season, and it shows you how he wins. And I'm watching I'm like, it's a highlight? <laughs> like, this, is, this is a highlight? Because I'm like, man, like, when he does win, it's, you know, it's, it's like just slipping between the guard and the tackle not with any kind of like crazy hand usage or nothing like that. It's just kind of slipping through the gap, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, he does have like a nice little motor. Um, but I'm not seeing, like when I see him, I would think, okay, this is a solid third round, you know, guy you could bring in the third round and give you some rotation snaps at defensive tackle. You know, that's what that's the first thing that pops in my head when I see him. But like first rounder, and this is the thing with this draft. And I've you know I've listened to a lot of people talk about this. They Jeremiah, Mike Lombardi, basically say like, look, there's only really about fifteen to seventeen first round graded players in this draft, and then after that is like a big group of like solid, good starters to potential starters like 50 of those, and then the rest is just, you know, you know, pick what you want, you know what I'm saying? And that it met my eye because I'm not loving, like, you know, we always have, like, that list of, like, five or six players, like, man, I love this guy. Go get this guy. It's hard for me to come up with that with this draft, bro. Like, it is hard for me to come up with that. Ryan, it's time to tell the listeners a secret. Yo, this the infamous picture of you going viral on social media, sweating in the white shirt, looking confused. What people don't know is before that picture was taken, you had just mowed the lawn in the hot New Orleans heat. Yep, sweating. Don't know about you, but if you want to avoid becoming a meme and avoid becoming a viral hit on social media, I think instead of you mowing the lawn, there's a company out there that got you covered. That is Ground Up Landscaping Services. They service the greater New Orleans area. We've seen their work in person at the hashtag Saints for the Podcast Meetup. The backyard area was outstanding. Yeah, we know we know the owner of this company. He's an outstanding person, a really good dude. And look, I've seen pictures of his work all done all around New Orleans. Beautiful work. Everything he takes care of, him and his crew, and he's good, honest, and on time. Uh, if you want to visit, visit them, visit www.groundupnola.com, and you get the book of free quote. 
And these guys are licensed and insured. So this is not some, you know, shade tree, you know, guy to come cut your grass. These are dependable business business professionals that will take care of your lawn. And they do beautiful work that you can check out on their Instagram and Facebook. They'll make your guard space spectacular from the ground up. I, I muted myself. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Oh, rookie mistake. Um, I have two. And if I wanted to like be extremely, I would say I have three because like, I think CJ Stroud is going to fall in this draft further than people think, but that's a different, different story for another day. My two would be Jamar Gibbs and um, Jackson Smith, the Jigba. And yeah. they are, it, and Gibbs potentially could fall to the Saints at 29. Um, I also know, like, I have a type, and if you're an offensive player and you just got some pizzazz to you, or I'm just watching you and I'm just like, mm-hmm. just biting my lip, and I'm just like, ooh, shit. Yeah. Like, that, that, that's always appealed to me, bro. And I, it's just, it's Tavon, Tavon Austin, Todd Gurley, like, it's a long ass list. Yeah. So that's always just been the, the type of players that, uh, Kandarius Tony, that I've just had like this affinity for, but it's a, it's a small list, man. Like that, that, and that in itself to me is very telling. It is, man. And you know, I mean, it just goes to show like every draft is different and you just kind of got to take it with a grain of salt. And that doesn't mean you won't come away with in this draft with like some great players. Look, uh, with 2000, the 2016 draft wasn't like a great draft as far as like the whole draft as far as prospects. But, you know, the Saints, what, they got Sheldon Rankins in the first round, man, but they got Michael Thomas, like, you know, yeah, he's been injured lately, but dude was on track to be a Hall of Fame wide receiver. You know what I'm saying? They got, with Von Bell, still a good starter in this league. Um, David Onyemata, who just got big money from the Falcons. So, you know, you can still, and even in drafts where you may not see those blue-chip talent just pop off the tape, you can still find good players. And, it's, you know, the Saints is going to put this countenance on, bro, and, like, get, like, really just good, solid players, man. Um, what happens in the first round, you know, this is why it feels like a draft that they're going to try to target that 14 to 15 range to try to move up for a player, whoever that is. It would be crazy if they did that for somebody like Kansas. Like, that would be – I the dumbest that, shit. No way. That would be the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life, bro. I don't think they would. Because I, no. I, I I, think just as recently as the last couple of weeks, they were still debating him as a prospect if they would draft him. Right. So, to me, me knowing that, to potentially then trade up that high to draft him, to, to like, I feel like the Clancy pick – and. If he is the pick, or let's say it's it's the North, it's just Tommy from Northwestern. Mm. Obviously, it depends on who who is available, but it 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 comes across as we're 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 drafting for need, we're not drafting for the best player. Be desperate, just desperate. Yep, yep. And to me, and that, to me, like a, D, a DT is going to be a whole, defensive line is going to have problems this year. To me, I'm just like. Like Clancy's going to be, I, I would rather just live with it. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yes. take your lumps. Yes. You know, draft. You know, draft a player maybe later that you know that meets some athletic potential. You know, check out the undrafted free agents. 
see what you can get. Maybe you can swing like a player that gets cut in September or something like that. And you just got to, you know, you just going to have to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to have a great D-line this year. You know, but don't reach. Don't go and take a player just because you have a need and pass up a potential player that could really impact the team, even if it's not high on your list of needs. Doesn't that feel like that's that's what's going to happen though? Like you just it does. Get the, it the does. Sense. It feels you made you made the comparison as him as a player, and as as annoyed as I was with the draft pick of Sheldon Rankins, his tape was by far better tape than Clancy's. Mm-hmm. It was like not even close. But to that point, the Rankins pick also was a pick of of need. It was. It was a pick of need. They need. They had a very poor interior defensive line. They needed Ooh. to address it. They drafted um, Rankins, and he was fine. He had to, he had a great 2018, and he had a, a pretty good 2017. But his his career has been some like one season he was a great player, and then other seasons he was decent to okay, and then he was injured a lot. Like that's right. that that's his career arc. He goes to New York. He goes to the Giants. He has a great first year in the Giants, and then his second year, he gets hurt. So that's his career arc. Um, this is also not to say that drafting for a need sometimes doesn't work out, right? They drafted Malcolm Jenkins. That was a 100% a pick a need. That pick, that pick worked out sw- swimmingly. Um, Eric McCoy. Pick a need, it worked out. I just feel like the the – but, like, Eric McCoy, offensive line, like, to me, that – is a more important pressing position mm-hmm. than a defensive tackle because the way I kind of see it is that unless you're drafting a Chris Jones esque like player mm-hmm. in round one, like man, like it's hard, it's hard, it's hard to get an impact defensive tackle. It's hard, bro. It's hard, bro. Like especially at like twenty nine or even like in the twenties. Like you know, yeah, you can say okay, we got Cam Jordan at what twenty four. But that was like a stupid that was historical a deep oh, that, draft in the defensive line. That, that draft was rough. ridiculous. Just stats all up and down. Like I think Justin Houston went like in the third round that, that year. Like it's it's crazy. It's you know, it's it's hard for to do that, man. So to me, it's like, yes, it's a need. And they should, you know, have certain players that are good that meet the criteria targeted. But if it just doesn't work out, they shouldn't, like, break their back trying to make it happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just got to take your lump. Every team has some kind of hope. Every team. You know what I'm saying? Sucks to have it on the D-line, but, you know, it is what you is. You got to cook it up. You might have to blitz more. You might have, you know what I'm saying? You got to cook some things up. Like, I mean, <laughs> DA, you're a defensive coordinator, bro. Figure it out. Figure it out, Figure bro. It out. <laughs> I mean, Greg Williams, you know, look, he – that D-line with Greg Williams wasn't great. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Will Smith, he was straight. You know, Charles Grant out there, you know <laughs> You know, you had, you know, uh, Ill Dell and, and uh, Hargrove out there. You know what I'm saying? Just guys, just good dudes with passion, just trying to rally up some, bo- some bounty bucks. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> that's all it was, you know? So, like, you just got to make it work, man. Like, I don't, you know, not everybody's going – every team wants to have – to be able to rush for every down without having and to drop, play. Yeah, and drop and, and drop and, seven in coverage. And drop seven in every, every every defense quarter. Everybody wants to do that. But it's just it's hard finding those guys, man. It's hard. 
Um, give me two. We're three days away from the draft. Give me two players that I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you two questions. Give me two players that you would want them to draft in round one, and then give me your prediction of what is gonna happen, like what the Saints are gonna do in round one. Hey, I would really be happy with you know, uh, Kincaid or Mayor. Um, I'd be really happy with um, Gibbs. I'd be really happy with Gibbs, bro. Like, that shit would be dope. Um, I don't think, you know, JSN is going to be available. Yes, they'll no. have to trade up. Um, no, he, I, I think with that, that Packers trade, bro, I think he going, I think he going to Green Bay, bro. It makes 100% sense. Like, I could just see that happen a mile away. Um, look, I, I've dinged on Quentin Johnson all, all over season, but if they took him at 29, I would not. Be mad at all, bro. Wouldn't be mad at all. Wait. Oh, the wide receiver. Wide receiver. Yeah. Um, but I, that's not like a player I love. But you know, that's just one I just wouldn't be mad at. Um, what's he, the guard? He, who's the guard name? What is it? Torrance. Yeah. Uh. Oh. So, Osiris. Uh, Osiris. If he fell some kind of way and got there, I love it. Like I know draft two, they'd be like, oh, guard. That that would be a nice pick to me. Like that would be a nice pick. To me, you know what I'm saying. It it um, was it'd be a pick that would make a lot of sense from the standpoint of, you know, you have Reese uh, insurance policy depending on where he is with his injuries. We know that Andres Pete gonna get hurt week three, week four, and this is his last year on the team. Yeah, for all into Pete, purposes, Pete's not playing 17 games. It's no, not. <laughs> no, bro. it's not gonna happen. So it's like that pick would definitely get playing time this season. It's not even a question. So, it's like, matter when, not if. Yeah, right. So, like, those are some picks I would, I would, I would like. Um, if I was like, I'm trying to think, man. Like, man, on defense, I'm struggling, bro. Like, I'm struggling. It's funny. Like when I started this process, uh, what's the kid from uh, your, your old school, Texas Tech? Oh, uh, Tyree Wilson. Uh, yeah, he uh, was like an, like up, a, an, up, an upgraded version of Marcus Davenport. And he was like a late first rounder considered. Like, like I was like, okay, I could see what's draft oh, I, was, I was seeing him going high like very early in the process. Bro, when I first looked, I was like, and I looked at all the mock drafts and stuff, and I'm like, oh, okay, this is somebody that'll be available available for the Saints. And I looked at, it, I was like, oh, this is a Saints pick. He's oh, it's a hundred percent, hundred percent. And then boom, he just shot up the draft boards to the point where they think he going number two. Oh, what and his production was not like that, but he's like you know he looks the part. He looks and his tape, part. his tape is not like that. But it's no, bro, it's, I, it's just like imagine like it as as bad as trading up for Marcus Davenport was, and that was awful because it he it was two first round picks. You know that he cost the team, and he set that the set team that draft set the team back numerous amount of years, but. Even not, not a trade up if Houston just decides to draft Tyree Wilson at number two overall. <sighs> so, I mean, some at some point it's like, how many? I want I want someone to do a study. It ain't gonna be it's not gonna be me 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 and Jay. We we do enough during draft time, but I need someone to do a study of what is the percentage rate. When teams draft predominantly 
on potential and athleticism versus like production and athleticism. Right. I would love to see that. It's hard I would love to, to see it. It's hard to quantify, but if you can, like I would love to see how that works out. And the thing is, like teams have done these studies. That's why grading exists. Like that's why there's a grading, and it, that's like when you grade, it's pretty much a set policy to exclude certain players out, exclude the extremes. And that's the whole point of grading, you know what I'm saying? But again and again, no matter what, you see teams say, man, I don't care if his grade, I don't care what his grade is, man. Look at this dude, man. This dude look like fucking uh I don't know, like this he man, he man coming out. Like I I want him. Marcus Davenport and Peyton Turner are prime examples, bro. And we drafted both of them in the first round. One player costing two first round picks. This other player who couldn't play in the last week of last season, and he was healthy. What? And two and and Davenport, who there were literally questions. If he loved football, like before he even got with the Saints, questions whether he loved football. I'm like, what in the world? And it, and this is what drives me. Like some Saints fans be like, look, the Saints do their homework. Like if if they feel good about it, it must be okay. Like what are you watching? What team are you? This is the same team that said they did their due diligence on Deshaun Watson. We did our due diligence. Like yeah, no, fuck you. Like what? What? Damn due diligence. Are you crazy? Um, um, <laughs> those, those type of Saints fans are probably the same people that if um, law enforcement like shoots a black person, it was like, well, that, that person that just like comply, just comply, you know, you, comply. Like, you, you, got, you gotta, you gotta trust what the establishment is putting out. Like, you no, know, had a cell phone in your hand, bro. Like, well, I don't know. <laughs> I guarantee you they're the exact same fucking person. Anyway, um, I like all those names. Uh, although you, I think you may have failed like some tests in schools. If you had to follow directions, they gave me like five or six players. <laughs> right. Two. Yeah. Um, my two are Demar Gibbs and, and Dalton Kincaid. Um, I w- also wouldn't hate Michael Meyer. Mayor, whatever. Yeah. Um, I think he will probably he may be there at twenty nine. I think um, so. I, I don't I don't think Dalton Kincaid will be, but I don't know, no. man. Like it's weird because like tight end, like the ranges that tight ends go, yeah, can, can be all over the place sometimes, man. Because they're so scheme specific, you know. Yes, I mean some yes. coaches don't even like like uh, what's my dude in the Mike Works. Oh, oh uh, McDaniel, uh, Mike McDaniel. Like he's like hey, tight ends and. Eh. You know, like, <laughs> like what? <laughs> like, I don't get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody have their certain things. Somebody want black and tight ends. Somebody want the wise. Some guys want dudes that can stretch out seams and all that. So, you know, the, it could, like, yeah, Kincaid could that possibly be there. Or he could be close. He could get, you know. Yeah. Maybe he's, like, 23, 25. It's like, okay. Wouldn't, so, like, he's, like, he screams to me like he's there for like the Bengals, bro. Like that, like they are running to the podium. It's it's like that's the perfect pick to me. Like that's just hundred percent, just 100% just nasty, perfect. bro. And you know the, the Bengals, bro. Like they, I swear they source like draft Twitter or whatever because 
Like they always make up like the perfect picks of talent. Like, damn, like I'm just gonna take the right what we thought you would take, huh? Right. <laughs> yes, yes, they are. Um, so I'm going Kincaid, I'm going Gibbs. Um, you brought up Quentin Johnson, who I, I, I was speaking to someone recently because his draft range is truly fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. And I was told with some confidence that his range is anywhere between 12 and 40. Bruh, that is a, believe it. a massive fucking range. I believe it, bro. It makes 100% sense to me. Because, like, you know, you have the people that would look at, okay, this is a big dude. Big dude that can stretch the field. That alone is enough. Big body, stretch the field. We can figure something out with him. Then you got you guys that are like, look, we want route runners, dudes that great hands, this, that, and other. They ain't gonna like him. And I, I'm one of those guys. Like I, I like I like route running in good hands. Like that will win me over every day. But I could see this team needing like a big dude that could stretch. You know what I'm saying? Like they could use that. You know what I'm saying? He, you know, he was like a number one in college TCU. He wouldn't have to be a number one with the Saints. He would just need to be. You know, where they pick Meacham in 27, uh, 2007? They picked him at like 20, uh, 20 30, something like that. No, it was, late. It, it was 27, 27, 28. Yeah, something like that. Like, I could see him playing that type of role. Not saying he'll be like Meacham, but like that type of role of a receiver, just long stretch receiver, going to have games where he go off, going to have games where it's like, where yet? That's the type of player I see him as. And, you know, that's a useful player in the NFL. Like, I'm not saying that's something you don't draft. You know, it may be a little too spicy in the first round, but like I said, this first round is not like every first round. It's not. This first round is like whoever you pick at 29 is going to be very similar to the person you pick at 40 and possibly similar to the person you pick in the third round. You know, so you just got to collect players and just get the best players you can. I want to I want I want to stay with that point you just made, because this is not just Saint specific. I just feel like every team in the NFL should just be fucking taking notes or something that just this little thing that came out with the last couple of weeks. And it just really just popped in my eye of just like as much as a enabler enabler he is as a coach, like he gets it. So the news comes out and I don't know if it was Andy Reid push or if it was just number 15 push, but number 15 of the Kansas City said, you know what? I, I, I'm, I'm going to work out with Zay, Zay Flowers. Mm. Where where are you at? Set up a private workout to have Zay Flowers meet him somewhere, and have, and 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 they just have a workout together. Man, which to me, like this is as, as bad as that fucking Sean Payton went to Lubbock, Texas, fucking report that came out. <laughs> to me, this is signaling that the Chiefs are not staying at thirty-two. <laughs> yeah, they plan potentially to move up in the draft and likely draft Zay Flowers and it's just like this this team gets it they might not have they don't have the moral compass right like that's completely gone but in terms of like they have a generational quarterback talent one of the best quarterbacks to play football and it's like all right let's go give him another weapon uh yeah. Smith Schuster He's with the Patriots now. Um, uh, well, Harmon, he's gone. 
all right, we gotta we gotta replenish. You know, we got MBS, mm-hmm. we got Sky Moore, but no, nah, man, we got we obviously we got Travis Kelsey, but he's getting older. We gotta we gotta add more to our guy right. when we give him weapons, our window stays open even longer. Right. It, let's, let's let's not rest on our laurels. Let's go forward. It's 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 so drastically different than how a lot of teams in the NFL do with their team building. Oh, bro, don't get me started, bro. And it's like, you know, and the Saints fall for that sometimes too. But yep. I will say one thing they do do that I do like that, that they've done um, is they take all their resources available. Now, they don't use them for the right things all the time. But <laughs> they look at their resources available as a holistic thing. Like, we got trades, we got draft picks, we got free agency, we got undrafted yes. free agency. They and do we look that. at all as a one big tool to acquire talent. Yes. And then they go get it. Like I said, they don't use it right all the time, but that's how they approach it. Where some teams, like, you know, I remember, like, you know, um, like some of the talk heads would be like, oh, you know, 80% of the Green Bay Packers are drafted oh, by the same team. I'm like, what does that mean? Like, that means nothing to me. Nothing. Like, are they good? Are they good players or are they not? Because it's right. Like, do they get a trophy for that? Like, <laughs> like, dude, that means nothing to me. Like, I don't care if you drafted all your players. I don't care if you got undrafted, if you signed through free agency, if you traded for them. It don't matter. Like, these are the tools given to you to attain talent. And if you're not using all of them, like, you ain't doing it right. Me, you know what I'm saying? But I got a question for you, bro. That's something I've just been thinking about. Like, what I put it like this: What do the Saints like? We okay? If the Saints gonna win, the Saints are gonna win the Super Bowl this year. No, we know that. But if you're a team, you have to approach it as if you can. And the moves they made, they're trying to. Obviously, they went and got Derek Carr and all that. Right. So, what can the Saints do in this draft to beat you know Philly, San Francisco? Like we know. They, you know, they should be able to take care of the South. Yeah, maybe not. Uh, but I'm just saying. Okay, okay. But let's look past the South. San Francisco, okay. Philly, um, mm-hmm. Giants maybe. Um, yeah. uh, you know, like, I really can't think of anybody else. Like, But you know Philly and San Francisco are going to be there. You know yeah. they're going to be there. What does this team has to do to get over that hump? Um. Is it is it just for next season or this is like say the next two years, next two seasons? Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for one twenty nine each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I'm gonna I'm gonna answer this without without let me precursor without firing DA, bro. Because we know No, no, yeah, yeah, I, I get it. I get we it. Know, I, we know. I, my answer to this question is that they would for me. And I think a lot of it would depend on um, how the top 10 
to top 13 um, shakes out. But if it's going to sound a little spicy, but if CJ Stroud gets out of the top 10, he starts falling to an 11, 12, 13. I think you got to make a call, bro. That, that's you think he could drop that for, bro? I, I don't. I, I don't. I I don't think he gets by Vegas. I like. I I would drive up to Atlanta and smack the shit out of Terry Stone <laughs> if he let CJ Stroud pass him. I will smack the shit out of him and put it on TikTok. I swear. <laughs> Like, bro, are you kidding me? <laughs> but right, so I'm, this, I think, I do think he's going to fall. Oh, so, and and I, I don't like being this person that like kind of like maybe like spoils thing. Um, um, but I also think that, and this is going to sound completely off crazy, but I've said this in the Discord. I think Will Levis might. I think Will Levis can go too, bruh. Oh, so if he goes, if Will Levis goes two to the Texans, which is crazy to think about over the last couple of months, because last couple of months it was like his his quote unquote stock went from like he was going to draft in the top ten to like shit, he might fall to Tampa. Now it's kind of back to where it kind of was like at the beginning of like college football season that he could be drafted in the top five. If Will Levis goes two. So let's let's assume Carolina goes Bryce Young. Will Levis may go two at four. If if Indy doesn't take CJ Stroud, and let's say they opt and go Anthony Richardson. Like to me, the, the team that would if I'm Detroit, I'm running to the podium. I'm running right. to the podium. Easy. But if he gets past, I mean, we it seems it seems unlikely, but like we saw the same thing with Justin Fields, and that was not yeah. that long ago. Yeah, so, if, he gets, if he gets past five, six, and then he especially gets past seven or eight with the Raiders and the Falcons, bro, then you got the Bears, who obviously seem content with Justin Fields, and you got Philly at 10. Like, the next landing spot he could go would be 11 to the Titans. Right. Right? If for whatever reason he doesn't go there, I, I got. I'm calling, bro. I got. I'm got to get to 12. I'm calling Houston and saying I'm offering you 29, and I'm offering you the 2024 first round draft pick. I, maybe that. Maybe something more needs to be added to it. I'm going up. I'm getting my guy because what the NFL has shown me historically lately is that if you do not have like. Unless you have the guy or closest to a guy, something else on your team has to be elite for you to have a chance. Perfect example, San Francisco 49ers. Like, their defense has been elite-ish the last couple of years. But unless you, but that is such a thing that we've had this conversation that defense doesn't – defense is rarely maintained year to year. Right. Like you could be a, an elite defense one year, the next year you could be absolute trash or just be average. The thing that typically stays the same is having a a, a guy at quarterback. So if you're yeah. asking me what's the easiest way for the Saints to win the Super Bowl, probably not this next season, but like let's say 2025, CJ Stroud, let, let's fucking go. That that would be me. 
That would that's, be that's, that, that's, that's your path to the Super Bowl. Okay. That's my path, bro. That's my path. Other than that, ain't I, no it, chance. I don't think. I don't think <laughs> I'm not gonna say there's no chance, but goddamn, I think with this coaching staff, they would have to have a lot of breaks and get fucking lucky. And I think a big thing would be is that Derek Carr would need to play closest to the level he played at at his peak when he was with the Raiders. Mm. I agree. I think, I agree. I think that I think that's crucial. And um, that that's my point. Like look, all this talk about defensive line and all that. And look, I love defense. I love defense. Love it. But I just when you look at the way the league is right now, bro, I'm not saying you ignore defense. Like defense is still important. You saw just last year, you know, Philly had like the number one defense in the league. Um, you know, the San Francisco 49ers in a you know NFC championship, they had a great defense. Like defense is still important. But to me, bro, you have to overwhelm team with weapons, bro. You have to overwhelm, overwhelm them. And it's like to me, if I'm looking at this draft, the way it's set up, I'm like, man, look, I'm about to go get a running back. I'm gonna get Gibbs. I'm gonna get, you know, one of the wide receiver. And we we going on attack mode. Yes, our defense might take a step back, you know, but it should be like, you know, 31st defense in the league. Maybe they step back to the middle of the pack. But I want my offense humming, man. I want to give Derek Carr every reason to succeed. I want him having options at every every position group. Wide receiver, tight end, running back. You know, I want the offensive line studded out. Like, I'm going on attack mode, bro. And to me, like, that's the only path. It would yes. still be very unlikely. Like, very I, unlikely. I agree with you. I agree with but, you 100%, though. But when you got an offense, bro, anything can I mean, just, I mean, it just, I mean, you, anything can happen. And if you could score, like, when you got a good offense in this league, the way it's set up, it really doesn't matter how good your defense is. It really doesn't matter, man, because the rules are set up against you. And, you know, like that, we've seen it so many times, Saints playing great defense. And then it's like, you know, two minutes left in the game, it's offense time. It's like who mm-hmm. can get points first and last at the end of the game. So I just I just feel like this one of those seasons where, you know, maybe, you know, the defense coordinator, head coach, can either eschew defense and just get this offense humming. And then worry about the defense later if they want a chance. Yeah, I will. I will say, I hope that this brings some solace to Saints fans before draft night because obviously we still have to wait and see how it turns out. Um, I do feel like the front office understands and kind of wants the same thing as well. Yeah. Um, I know earlier in the process of of this draft, they they were really looking to potentially to to move up. Um, I, I can I don't, I can't say who the player that they were eyeing. Cause I don't know, but if I was a betting person, I, I <laughs> firmly believe that they saw uh, Jackson Smith and Jiggs workout. They talked, they had, they had a very long conversation with them the night before his pro day. And it was a situation where they fell in love with him as a prospect. Um, and we're trying to go up and get him. I, I don't think that's feasible because, so the cost for them to move up that high because them not having a second round pick next year 
would be them giving up their first round pick in 2024. So don't see that happening. Um, because of the Foster Monroe situation um, and, and obviously how that played out, um, I, I get the sense that they want to add a tight end in the draft. Now, were they want to add a tight end yet to be seen? So there's, there's, I know they want to add something tight end wise. They want to add a running back some at some point in the draft too. So that, that at least is encouraging to hear. Now, now you just got to go out and just get the players. Like it's, it's good to like hear that, 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 that that's what their plan is. Okay. Now you got to show us <laughs> yeah. like now, now show us. Um, and you know, like look, Drew Brees was at the uh, Zurich Classic uh, golf tournament, and he talked about it. He was like, he sees Derek Carr at that point in his career where he's played so much, he's seen all the defenses, he understands the you know the ins and outs of offense, what to do as a quarterback, and you know this the, those mid thirties, those early thirties, those are prime years for quarterbacks. And I'm just not saying Derek Carr is going to hit that or not. Maybe we've seen his prime already. But it would be nice if his prime is, you know, maybe this year, next year. You know, right. Maybe, 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 maybe not. But maybe that'll be nice to him to see him, you know, maybe, you know, not like fucking be like MVP or nothing, but nice 34 touchdown, 11 interception ratio, you know, 65 plus percentage, you know, and just play some good football. You know, that'll be nice. That'll be nice. And to help that happen, get that man some weapons. And, they, you know, they're on the right path with that. You know, they got Michael Thomas, Rashid Shaheed, Chris Olave, Juwan Johnson, Alvin Kamara. Well, you could use a little more, man. You could add a little more to that. Uh, Jamal Jamal Williams. Um, Jamal Williams, Brian uh, Edwards, Braylon Edwards, what his name? Uh, <laughs> Brian, 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 Brian. Every time, Ryan. Every time. Um, so let me let me ask you this. I want to ask you this question, and then I want to just quickly quickly hit on the like the whole Aaron Rodgers oh, trade yeah. finally finally happening, finalizing, and then we'll get out of here. Don't want this to go too long. But give me your prediction. This is Monday night. Daniel from the UK has already kind of said like we have some type of game set up of if they trade up, the Saints trade up, depending on how high they trade up, like we gotta start doing some shots. Whew. But what is your <laughs> and if, yeah, depending on how high they move up, depends depends on how much and what we're drinking. Bruh. Give me <laughs> give me your prediction what is going to happen draft night. So I want I want you to tell tell the listeners are the Saints going to stay where they are and if they do give me the player you think they're going to draft and if they move up because there is no moving down if they move up although I will say this and I don't know how this would work out how this would play out if and I don't and they're not something just tells me they're not a smart enough team to do this and I know that sounds bad but but like let's say there's been a lot of Hendon Hooker buzz lately that he might even go as high as seven to the Raiders, right? Um, but let's say that buzz doesn't come to fruition. But there's still a team who missed out on the quarterback that loves him as a prospect, and they want they really want to get that fifth year option, blah, blah, blah. They calling up, they calling up Mickey at 29 and say, hey, we want to trade back in the first round. Um, 
we'll give you our our second this year at pick blah 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 and we'll give you a first next year Ooh, you, you got to make that trade right like you oh, got to make yeah. that trade like no no question like I, I was first i was like no 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 we said it through their first and next year yes I would do it even if they offered a second this year and a second next year. I'm still doing that trade. I still Easy. do it. In this draft? Yes. Easy. Saints anyway. ain't doing it though. <laughs> I will put I will buy everyone a drink at the draft party. I promise you. Not, not gonna happen at all, bro. It's not gonna happen. Give me, give me, give me the prediction. What's gonna happen Thursday night? With the 29th pick of the NFL draft. Uh-huh. 2020. They say, they the say Saints, 29? Okay. The Saints select Adetomiwa Adibiwa. Oh, look at that pronunciation! <laughs> <laughs> Go get him, baby. That's going to be the guy. That's him. Tommy. 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 Oh, Tommy. Um, That's going to be the pick, bro. Okay. I, I, You know what? That one makes me squint a little bit, but I, I, I get it. Like, I can right. see it more. Okay, I suspect them to trade up. Uh, I got. I had a. I had a draft board up, but I closed it. I'm gonna say from 29 to about 20, anywhere between 23 and 25. That's the range I'm gonna put out there. So it's, you know, a, yes. a, a slight trade. I don't even think right. it's gonna cost them pick 40 um, to do this trade. Maybe, maybe the third round or whatever. Or maybe they'll give whatever. Maybe a third rounder next year, whatever. Yeah, probably two. In that trade, and when they trade up, my the player I think that they will end up drafting will be Jamar Gibbs, running back, Alabama. Ooh, I'm just, 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 I'm just, I, we just doing predictions right here, bro. I'm just, just, just predicting. I, I know the draft nerds would be like, eh, you too much for a running back. I will be taking my shirt off, sweating, sweating. I would love it, bro. Would love it. Okay, so let me let me see what that range is. Mm. Yeah, I so they picking at twenty nine. Yeah, I think twenty five would be. We're actually probably twenty. I think that we have to get to twenty. So they would have yeah. to go from twenty nine to twenty. So that's where Dallas pick it. Dallas picks twenty six. Okay. But I say twenty because the teams after twenty could all draft him except the Jags and the Giants, right? So yeah. the Seahawks are picking at twenty. If they got to twenty, I think that it all depends on nineteen too, because the Bucks are picking at nineteen. Uh-huh. Um and they I could see the Buck going Gibbs, or yeah. they may they could go quarterback as well if one falls to them they could they could be a Hendon Hooker team but if if they if he gets past the Bucks I think you call up they call up Seattle make a deal because then the next bivy of teams you have the Chargers who Austin Eckler's this is probably Austin Eckler's last year in, in LA you have the Ravens who who knows what the fuck they're doing but seem like it seems like a, a Raven pick you have the Vikings at 23 who oh. um yeah. Who Dalvin Cook may be traded this draft week. Yeah, so, he can go any of those places, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, you got to me, if he get if Gibbs gets past 
Tampa Bay at 19, you would have to get to 20. You got you got a call, bro. You got to get to 20. That's What's the most you'll give up? To go to, to go to 19 to 20? Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm I'm sure our dude David Ty Harley could could tell us what, what it would cost, but that's a that's a nine pick jump. I would go a third next year. And I, I don't know. If they told I'll you, talk- you yeah, give me 40. If they told you, give me 40 and the third next year, you do it? No, I would not. Mm-hmm. I, I would stay at 29 and draft whoever, and I would draft either uh, uh, Charbonnet or, or Tajay Spears later in the yeah, day. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. Yeah, that's, that's, that's me. Um, but, I, like, I, <laughs> if, if it's me, I don't know if you've ever – Got into like bidding wars on like Poshmart or eBay or, or oh or no like, I have yes stock X or Goat bruh. if it's me if I'm the Saints bro I'm starting off with I'll give you a third next year Seattle Zach Bond and Traquan Smith let's go baby bruh, throw some of these players in there dang <laughs> give you a whole stew of them bitches anyway that's you want Adam Troutman too take him too bye Please. bye bye matter of fact I'm throwing a seven just to take him. <laughs> You want to hear the funniest shit ever, bro? I was playing our dude G in um in a the AFC Championship game in one of our Madden leagues in our Saints Twitter podcast Madden league, and I get to like the two yard line or something, and long story short, it ends up being four, fourth and fourth and two. Me me trying to like score a touchdown to go up seven points in in this very tense game, and. G had been doing a pretty good job of like stopping the run and and I wasn't going to be able to run into to the end zone. So on this fourth down play, I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to try to like do like a little sneaky little play action pass. and He's not going to expect it. So sure enough, that's what I do. Adam Troutman is wide fucking open, Ryan, and he drops the fucking ball in the end zone, bro. I almost <laughs> tossed my. I tell you, I was living anyway. So that's our predictions. Let's hit on this Aaron Rodgers thing really quickly. Uh, man, this is what happens when you have no leverage as an NFL team, bro. Because, mm. in my humblest opinions, just got taken to the cleaners, man. Yeah, man. And here's the thing, you say they had no leverage, but they did. Like it, it was all mental. It was all mental. Like the, they they, they was paid not playing for the Packers this year, period. Correct. Correct. He was not. But I guess from their perspective, they didn't want to look like Boo Boo the Fool by like, oh, we, Ex- we signed Exactly. We signed um Alan Lazard and we signed blah 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 blah. And like what what if the Packers potentially, right? But like what if the Packers decided they trade they wanted to trade Aaron Rodgers into like the 49ers? I don't think they would ever would have done that because it's NFC. But like let's just say, right? And then it's just like you just stuck because you you don't got a you don't got a pick to get a quarter. Like you, Exactly. You, you fucked, bro. You fucked. Exactly. And I think they and blinked. I think they yep. Ryan <laughs> Gut fucking picked up on that shit. And he, they played chicken, and, and the Packers won, bro. The Packers won. All the Packers had to do was just sit there. They like, That's it. Just okay. We got Jordan you know? Love. Aaron Rodgers is not going to be here. Like we good either way. Like we we right. don't want him. Y'all do. Right. 
and they had to look at, you know, the salary and all that. And it was going to come to a point where they had to move them, but they were ready to wait and where the, you know, Jets, they about to start OTAs and all that stuff. They want the quarterback in the building. So they blink. And I get it. Like, I I can't fault them for trying to make it happen because it's like, okay, let's just get this done. You know what I'm saying? But to me, I just look at the player. I just about to Aaron Rodgers last year, bro. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, is he going to, like, a hugely upgraded team from the Packers to the Jets? And, like, I think the offense is better, but I don't know, bro. Like, I, he looked pretty washed to me. Could be wrong. I could be wrong. Um, it, but it's a gamble. But, you know, I can't fault the Jets for trying, because, man. Like, no, I can't, I can't fault you, man. If you get a chance and you get a chance at Aaron Rodgers at the Hall of First Ballot Hall of Fame, easily, you got to take that shot. But yeah, I was like, when I saw that, and then they're like, what is the, they get a conditional first rounder if he plays over 65%. It's like, damn, man, y'all couldn't add nothing to that? Like, I don't know, 35 touchdowns or something like that? Like, right. He's going to, he's going to play over 65 cents. So you're giving up that first rounder next year, period. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know. I don't know. But, you know, look. But even, even like, it's Super Bowl or bust. Like, if they don't, right. if they don't win a Super Bowl, like, you get to the first round of the playoffs and lose, it's like, mm, okay. <laughs> like, what do we do here? Ah, I don't know, bro. Woo, that's a tough one. Tough one, man. It's a tough one. Um, it, They're thirsty, yeah. baby. Thirsty. Listen, man, we all we all been there, bro. Yeah, as 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 a person, and we 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 have all been there. Um, not just sports related, just just in general, bro. Um, it's it's just absolutely insane that like this Lamar thing is <laughs> just sitting there, bro. Lamar, right there, just sitting. There, there, there's a a thought, and I don't know how true it is, that if there's one person and one owner that is crazy enough to to do some crazy shit, that would be like Jim Ursay, mm-hmm. and like at four he doesn't go quarterback. Like even if even if the one that they want is there, they draft. A, you know, a defensive player or offensive line, whoever. And after the draft, like after round one, they call up Baltimore and they say, and Jim Ursay says, all right, you know, they, maybe he calls up Lamar and says, hey, this is the contract we're offering you. Boom. Most of it's fully guaranteed. Calls up Baltimore and they agreed to trade 2024, 2025 first round picks to the Ravens. But to me, I, I go back to what like the like if you're the Ravens, like to me that's a trade in theory. If it's going to happen like that, like the Ravens, if I'm the Ravens, I'm like no. If, if y'all are doing this, you gotta you gotta draft the quarterback I want at four. Like draft mm-hmm. the quarterback that I that we want as a team. Draft that player at four, and then you can intrude, include that player in a in the trade, and then maybe you just need to give us next year's first round draft pick, and then there you go. Ooh, that'd be spicy. Some, some, some I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But anyway, we are, we are going to just put a, put a pin on things draft-wise for right now. Um, it is fl- quickly approaching. I was need to do a little packing tonight so I don't have 
all my packing to do tomorrow. Almost here, the draft. And we I know we focus a lot on round one, but like the draft is obviously so much more than just round oh, one. Yeah. We we know this that so many starters, pro bowlers, all pros, blah, 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 has just been picked and selected throughout all the rounds of the draft. And what the Saints have you know, Chris Olave and, and, you know, we're still waiting to see what Trevor Penning is from last year's first round class. But like the Saints typically have done their work in rounds other than round one. <laughs> like, yeah. so I know that they have a kind of a, a bivy of, of picks throughout this draft. They really, I, we, I feel like we say this every year, but they, they have to have a good draft, man. They can't have a, yeah. a 2020 draft. They can't have a, a 2018 draft. They need to have, a good ass, solid fucking draft, man. It's, it's, it's getting crucial. thin. It's getting thin, man. It's crucial, they need to man. replenish. They do. Anyway, thank y'all for for joining us. We we appreciate it. Um, hopefully, hopefully the Saints don't fuck up this shit too too bad. Uh, but we we shall see. It was good. It was funny seeing the old Peyton Turner video, you know, up again because that 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 was like our our moment of like. A little, just a little, little, little trending when it happened. Yeah, and, you know, it, you know, it was, it was nice, and that video made it down to airline, and everyone mm-hmm. in the Saints organization saw it, and you know, apparently they weren't happy with it. But look, you know, two years later, it looks like we were right. So, because to quote who that homo, we are still asking who. So, who, 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 <laughs> who? wow, who? Anyway, thank y'all for joining us. Um, Again, if you're a Patreon, if you want to join us in New Orleans um, for the live stream draft party, I believe there's two or three spots still open. You can DM me or Ryan on Twitter. You can send a DM to uh, our Instagram account. Send us an email, however you want to get in contact with us. Please, please, please do it ASAP if that's something that you're wanting to do. Um, Thank you guys for all the support. We truly appreciate it. Um, We'll be back sometime this week i can't tell you when because we're gonna be partying up you know, brains vibing around the cities i can't, can't tell you when cannot tell you when but we will be back recapping the draft we're going to recap round one we'll recap the other rounds and we'll just put a tight nice tight nice bow on everything um to close out the 2023 draft season and with that we're out peace Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.